Hi everybody, Steve Holliday here and welcome back once more to my podcast, Our Leadership Voices Uncut. As you know, it's dedicated to revealing and sharing and celebrating the ordinary, everyday, uncut leadership voices of those I've met along the way in my life and will meet in the future, as well as exploring my own ordinary, everyday, uncut leadership voice and exploring and embracing my presence and uh, exploring my voice. So um, we are in the middle of a series of three uh, episodes created by myself and my co-host Dale Robson back in September 2019 while we were holed up in a uh, hotel in Newcastle one evening. And um, you've heard that first uh, introductory slot and this second slot is us diving into a more specific topic of what is leadership and we were having a first exploration. So... Uh, let's see what we covered. Okay, welcome. Um, we're here today and we uh, this is kind of the catch-all um, subject that we want to talk about, which we're going to explore in more detail going forward, which is what is leadership? Um, we're going to talk about many leadership topics going forward and really explore them in some detail. But before we get into any um, individual topic, the first question we have to ask ourselves is, what is leadership? So, as the resident expert between the two of us, <laughs> Steve, the pressure is on you now. So, you know, what is leadership from your perspective? Yeah, the um, the topic of leadership and um, the seventy thousand books that have been written about the topic. You know, what is what is um, my sense and our sense of what we're really circling around. Um, for me, I think you said it a little bit earlier when we were off air, um, this, there's, there's this sense of um, what it means to be led by somebody and what it means to um, to lead others. And then that sense that you talked about, about what it means to follow somebody who is leading. So I think there's, um, there's, a, there's a huge amount of um, territory in the topic of leadership and we know that and we'll go on to talk about that a lot but I think if I if I think about the moments in my life where I've been led by somebody um, I've always had a sense that it was mutual in some way that there was a deal being done but somehow this person had some qualities and some quality of engagement at being able to um, create a sense of possibility for me to give me a, a really clear vision of what where we, what what needed to happen, like when I was in the factory and and uh, running production lines, they would um, the talk would be about performance, it'd be about improvement, it'd be about teamwork, it'd be about business performance, and and um, and everybody bringing their talent to bear. But the, there was something about an individual that was the super the local my local supervisor, my charge hand back then that would be able to. Um, crystallize for me and get me excited about something um, and I believed them but I could join them as well I could fo- follow doesn't mean I'm not participating it doesn't mean that I'm so I think there's some dynamic there I mean I think it, you fit the nail on the head there's an active choice you know, if you if you choose to follow someone it is a you know it's a choice it's it could be um, it could be conscious I guess it could even be an unconscious choice um, to take the act to follow and I guess, in, therefore, you know, by default, you know, the act of leading, you know, you are, um, you know, taking an act of, of, of leadership. Um, 
with the intent that you know that people will you know people will follow but it could as probably maybe more so be the unconscious cues that you know that create a leadership impact as the actual you know you know let's say physical or um you know, a conscious choice to, to you know to take an action like come with me. You know, the body language, how you um, convey that message. You know, all the other cues that you've given to that person um, or people. You know, it's going to have an effect on people. So, um, yeah, for me, that's trying to look at uh, both the active following and the active leadership. Is you know, you know, it's kind of important and they're intrinsically linked. What, could you give maybe an example of um, some kind of leadership that comes to mind that you've had in the past of um, you know an ins- inspirational moment or uh, a point at which you've you've acknowledged that you know there's been good leadership um, shown in front of you? Yeah, I mean, I think I, 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 I mean I can think of many, but I, but if I think of a very recent moment where a client of mine um, running uh, a difficult operation with a lot of pressure on. I mean, invariably, I work a lot in high-hazard environments um, and um, there's often a lot of pressure. And in the world you work in, there's often a lot of pressure and a lot of ambition. And this person was faced with a number of competing demands and um, a varying level of performance in the group that they're leading and finding themselves, um, both themselves, disrupted a bit by that, you know, personally feeling the challenge of all of that, and at the same time being heaped upon them a lot of expectation from outside. So right at the moment they're, they're saying, leaders, this person is saying, geez, you want me to lead us when I'm feeling like this? And what I watched in that person was the capacity to notice that dynamic, to notice they were feeling bustled by it, like a tree in the wind getting battered, but actually the roots are still solid. And then finding, with a bit of help from me, finding their way back to the ground of what do they care about, what are they trying to do here. Um, it is about the group, it's not about them. They, they're not superhuman, they don't have to have all the answers. But their presence and their direction and their way of, of set, what they say next does make a difference. But they're not a hero. They're not a rescuer. And that's not what they did. They were quite imperfect and human privately, but found a way to... They were determined to find their ground again and then choose to step back into the game. <laughs> you know, like the sailor that is that is getting battered by the waves and but also knows that the waves are important in order to get the wind to go faster. And every now and then the wave is going to chuck them over the edge. And this person had a had a period of private work, personal and then with me a little bit, but then went straight back out. But but with some skill and some calmness and some choice. Um, not as a charismatic not just it wasn't just charisma, it wasn't a motivational speech. It's uh something more than that. And what I value in that is the we talked earlier about craft. Um, they want to lead. They want to take the ownership to show people this is where we can go. But they're also asking people to join. They're not running down the road at three miles ahead. 
And they didn't. That's not what they did. They were saying, this is where I think we should go. What do you think? And are you with me? I mean, I definitely think that leadership isn't, you know, shouldn't be a selfish act. You know, it shouldn't be about, no. the, you know, about the individual and about the first person. You know, otherwise, I think you, will, you know, kind of alienate people who, um, if done in a different way, would, you know, be willing and, you know, and want to move with, you know, move with you. And I guess. Can I, can I, I was just going to ask something, can you, sorry I know I'm interrupting, but I think I, I think I, I want to get a sense from you about, if, when you have followed somebody, really followed somebody, why, what, can you think of a person or a moment what, about what it takes to follow, and what you see in the other person that follows? If I answer it really generically first, um, I think what always springs to mind is, to want to do it um, so okay so the, the, the first step is that whoever you know is exhibiting the leadership quality is stirring an emotion in me that makes me want to um, want to follow or wants to move or you know um, kind of as a catalyst for a change in, in kind of what I am or what I intend to do um, and my preference from the you know leadership style is where um, you know it's it, it's clear um, you know but it's not doesn't need to be kind of a command kind of leadership that that I feel like we're an equal partner in the um, in the act of uh, doing something so the leader is um, you know is through their actions you know getting me to and encouraging me to uh, to follow them in whatever the um, you know step is that we want to take but they're not commanding me they're not instructing me to do that that's not the act of leadership it's to actually um, you know I actually have a voluntary choice and I want to go along with them side by side if, you know you know in the, in the best cases I feel like you know irrespective of whether the other person's been the catalyst that we're doing something side by side or as a group or as a team you know I think long term if I do that repeatedly with um, with a leader and I've been fortunate to work with some really really good leaders it just makes me want to do it more and more and it gives me the confidence to reciprocate mm. and then it stops becoming a you know it shouldn't be a hierarchical thing you know of course we all are in hierarchies at work and you know at home or you know in our friendship groups or whatever from time to time there's Formal and informal hierarchies, but you know, I think hierarchical leadership's quite an old-fashioned kind of uh, way of doing things, you know. And I, and I, I think all it does is exclude a whole lot of people who could be natural leaders in certain situations who, by the hierarchical sense, are not given the opportunity or the space to exhibit those skills. So you, by that you mean the, the you talked about it's not a command, it's an invitation. Yeah. And they are, you're being asked to bring your power, your power, as well as alongside theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're it, engaging you. Yeah, it should be an inclusive act. You know, you know, I think at its, you know, at its core, it should be an inclusive act where you're trying to bring people or be brought along if you're the follower. Um, you know, together to do something. You know, to, uh, you know, to take action on, on something, and that for me is very powerful. You know, we're a really social. Um, race as a human beings mm. 
you know so we we're kind of naturally wired in my opinion to want to do that but only when it feels genuine and where you feel like you're not being forced into it I, I, yeah for me there's something about uh, we, won't, we won't go down the, um, in, the, in the detail of this but there's something about our, our power there's something about how we um, uh, what am I trying to say how we use our you, you, you were talking earlier about there. Are, you had said my preferred style is so there are different styles. Okay, there isn't just one style. That's one thing to say, but we all have different characters, different personalities. But what you're talking about is being able to manage the the power that we have, the influence that we have. Particularly if we're in a management position, where on an organisation chart we are constructed as being in charge. I mean, we are in charge, but not in control. <laughs> often and in when I've been in leadership roles management roles that I was in charge I was the head of safety for a business but the idea I was in charge I was in, in control was is an illusion it took me a while to work that out of course because we do want to to win so but there is something in your, what you're describing about it not being a command but also it's not a weak invitation it has it has a sense of power to it a sense of determination of this is where I think we can go, this is where I want on, we need to go. Um, and I need you, are you coming, are you ready, what help do you want, join me. And a bit, we've used the metaphor, I, I've used a couple of metaphors recently, you and I've used one recently around the, around the theatre and the play. There will always be lead actors on the stage, maybe quite famous people, who've done movies maybe, and there'll be some less well-known actors in the ensemble. But I think we both agree that that they all need to show up for the show to be the right play for the play to work and it, and it, it doesn't always have to be about about the leader you know yeah. it's not about me imposing my will upon you know upon you you know a great leadership act could be sacrificing your own opinion for the greater good of the group or the situation you know and that could be a very strong um, leadership statement to have an opinion or have a view or a way that you wish things to go and then take into account the you know the situation that you find yourself in and mm. actually step back from that and give other people space um, you know to be able to to go in a different um, perspective and to be adaptable towards that so it's you know very very my expectation is it's very narrow how many situations where it's the traditional sense of you know, leadership, the guy running over the top of the parapet with the flag and everyone chasing after the them. rescuer on the horse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how often in real life does that happen? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, or when, how often does it happen when, you know, if it does happen, if it's authentic, you know, is it really, Yeah, is does that, it really help? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is that really what you want? How many times do you really want to. Well, we were looking earlier at the, the, the Oxford Dictionary definition of what was leadership, where we, we dug it out and we were, we were just curious as to how. How different that is to what we're now talking about, right? Uh, yeah, I think disappointed was probably the word when I read it. I mean, um, when we when we looked at the uh, there's you know, there's two parts to it. I'll just pick out one of them. It says like the state or position of being a leader as a definition of leadership. But then the um, synonyms were like directorship, direction, command, power, mastery, domination, dominion, premiership. And I mean, I, I feel like it's—I don't know—it's like something out of the uh, the 
kind of British Empire era mm. of you know like what's the classical sense of you know heroic kind of uh, yeah. control leadership you know and I think that's very far away from modern life I don't think that um, people want to be led in that way I think it's more subtle and probably more more human and more balanced I think the the gap between the leader and the people being led is hierarchically as shallower than it's ever been you know there may be moments where the odd moments in, in even in crisis where that might be needed um, but they're few and far between I think what you describe much more I think what we're putting our finger on is is much more not a hero but much more like a host like there is a I mean, I, you know, I use metaphor a lot, so I'm thinking about a campfire, you know, or an orchestra or a theatre of actors. But the campfire has the seats everywhere for people. We're all around the fire. It's our camp. It's our tribe. Everybody's going to eat. Everybody has a place. And what we're asking people to do is to, is to sit and participate. But we're also saying, though, I think, in, in the, back to the front, I think, of this conversation, which is what does it mean to lead? There are certain individuals that make the difference that do stimulate that in others. They are the people that do have about them both the, the, the natural personality, whatever their personality style is. I don't mean that's an extroversion. I mean, you know, I've worked for some um, some people who I thought would be quite the opposite in personality to me and were incredibly engaging. But what they're doing is that they them being in the room does make a difference. Them being that person and that manager did make the difference. So they are doing something that other people aren't doing. That doesn't mean other people can't do it. That's my one of my other strong views about my work is I think we've all got it, but not all of the time and not all well developed. Yeah, I mean we've got some kind of uh, you know favorite words you use you know craft and I use practice and I do believe that you know people have the ability to hone their leadership style in their own in their own way being authentic to kind of who they are um, but you, you know it needs to be practiced it sometimes needs some reflection and um, you know and you know continual work on it and to assess the you know, be awake and aware of the situation that you're in and you know on a personal levels you know I find myself many times going into autopilot and you're relying on the you know the the kind of I don't know the, the way that you act in a normal, um, a normal sense. You know whatsoever your standard um, behaviour response is, and I mean that's fine. Hopefully that works in some situations. But you know to really move further in my leadership, I've had to spend time to pay attention to what I'm doing, to think about what I'm doing, and try to um, be at my best more of the time, um, and you know and try to do that. And, Honestly, you know, sometimes it works better than than others, and I guess that's part of the um, that's part of the challenge. I mean, you know, you know you're a um, professional coach in the in the sphere of leadership, you know, so it's your you know kind of subject matter. You know, for me, you know, I'm in a leadership role in the business, um, you know, and I still struggle from time to time with the label of leader, you know, being a leader mm-hmm. and leadership in general, you know, and. Quite honestly, I have to work at it on a, um, you know, on a continual basis, and sometimes I'm better than others. And I'm sure there's many people out there who are in very, very similar kind of mindset than I am. Yeah, and I, and I think um, 
maybe just to wrap up this um, this this portion, I um, you know my coaching practice is an ever is a development. It's a path. It's not done right. You know, and I'm a business leader. I'm a business owner. I'm a partner in a business. I have a skin in the game of you know growing something and doing good work and paying the bills and supporting the family and and that is a work in progress you know we have we we each have some some things we do that are that hopefully are us at our best but we've also always got work to do and i happen to think that actually that type of that type of mindset that we've both just described is part of what leading's about you know it's in its own right that being aware of your impact and um being really appreciative of your strengths at the same time paying attention to where the growth is needed and the learning and the interest is and getting feedback and being into the learning that is part of what I think good leadership is about about what leadership is about well I think that's part and parcel of what, what, we're, what we're going to do going forward I mean we want to yeah. we want to explore the subject more um, and, and talk about it in more you know general detail I think today was just a, a, a quick kind of meander through what is leadership as a starting point and um you know what we hope to do is to pick certain aspects of leadership and really examine them in detail, and go you know go through and look at them and, and you know and, and try to find out some some things about that subject and hopefully open some questions and you know that we might not answer. Um, but that's what we want to do in, in future episodes. But I think we just wanted to wrap up this. Uh, you know this first step on, on leadership so thanks for sticking with us and hopefully we uh will yeah. pique your interest for further discussion yeah great stuff